Welcome to That One Time in Business with me, your host, Casey Renee, a creative director and brand strategist who has a million and one stories and lessons to share. Now remember, these are our teachable moments with a twist and a laugh. So let's get started. Okay, so boom. And welcome back to That One Time in Business podcast with me, your host, Casey Renee. Today, we are going to talk about your parents your guardians, your aunts, your uncles, your family, your friends, you know, all the ones who think that you don't really have a job. For some reason, creative biz- business owners, um, we're looked at starving artists and things like that, and we're not. We actually, for some of us, is very lucrative. We're out here doing the damn thing, and for some reason, they think we're like Tommy from Martin, and we ain't got no job. We just, I don't even know how they think we're surviving. Tommy, what? everybody in the audience knows damn well you ain't got no job, man. Um, but I want to have a conversation about what that looks like, some conversations that we can have to get support from our family members because we do have a job. And it's sometimes it can be a little hurtful when they be like, what do you do? You know, and I'm out here changing the world visually. I mean, <laughs> do you not see the cape on my back? But anyway, <laughs> so I want to go ahead and delve into that just a little bit. Um, deeper. So starting my business, I, first of all, I went to undergrad. Everybody knows North Carolina a Can I get an Aggie pride? Um, and there I studied graphic communications, which printing and publishing. So at first my summer would kind of look like, um, internships at a printing press. Um, and my parents were like, okay, she's using her degree. She's going to a printing press. She's printing things. She's helping making documents. I can see what she does, you know? So I was like, okay, cool, you know? Then I decided, okay, this is not enough. Um, I love a However, I say this all the time. It gave me a great social life, but I needed a little bit more in my industry. So I then took my talents to Savannah College of Art and Design, where I studied advertising design. So now I'm a brand designer. So during my course of Savannah College of Art and Design, I was there for one year. I was in and out. I don't know if y'all know how much grad school, uh, certificates, diplomas, calls, they're a lot. So there was no in, let's take a break for the summer. Your girl went summer, fall, spring, winter. Like we just, we knocked it all out. So when I came back from that, I did apply to work into an agency. So I did experience agency life. Um, I'm from Maryland. I worked in an agency in Bethesda. It was very Interesting to say the least. I learned a lot about myself. I don't think I was quite ready, but you know, went back to there twice. Um, and after that, I was just kind of like, you know, advertising is a very cutthroat, deep um, place. I don't know if it's still like that. My guess is it probably still is like that. But at that time, this was like 2010. Um, the advertising world is very, it was cutthroat. So me being the happy-go-lucky person that I am, you know, I got a little side of asshole in me. But I was just like, this is not where I want to be, at least not yet in my career. Um, so I removed myself from that situation, and I became a bottle service girl. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, huh? I became a bottle service girl, but it was a ploy. So, yeah, the, you take the sparkler, hey, it was a ploy. Because what I knew was that that um, place, they could benefit. They had like a lot of different nights and stuff. And I was like, oh, I could brand this. I could brand this wine night. I could do this. So I did my little bottle service and the money was good. You know, shout out to you guys because 
I never made $500 so quick in my life. But, you know, I can't stay up that late no more anyway. Um, so what I ended up doing was I was like, I talked to the owner who really believed in me. And I was like, hey, I see that you're doing this kind of night. I see you have live music here. I was like, let me try to get you in a magazine. Let me do this. Let me do that. You know, just putting it on thick. So he believed in me. Shout out to you. I appreciate you. Um, he believed in me and I had got them in a magazine. It was a magazine called Uptown Magazine. I had them in a feature. I also did their branding for like the different nights and all of that. So I basically got to pivot the nightclub into kind of like, if you've ever been on to DC, I'm in the DMV area, U Street. U Street is a, a staple. So you have a lot of competition. And I think that I did very well on helping them further establish their brand on U Street. So I did that. So again, mind you, this is me going into places. So my parents, my brothers, my sister, they're seeing me hop in a car, go to these places and come home, look stressed. And they defined it as me doing work. Okay. So after that was all done, I did some teaching for a few years, teach, I taught art for a little bit, but once I had my first child, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm 100% out of the game, hang it up, put my jersey in the Raptors. I'm going to do this full time. I just want to, you know, design. So I did. So I took my design skills and I started my design agency and I never looked back. Now, here's the thing. My parents, and I don't know if a lot, a lot of parents, I don't know people's ages that are listening to this, but um, I'm in my 30s. Um, my parents are in their 60s. So they're not really used to the entrepreneurial spirit. They're used to like the hustle and bustle of like, you should be getting in the car, looking stressed and coming home. Like that's the American way. And what are you, you're doing, just you're trying to do something different, Casey. So... I didn't have any of that. There was no longer a commute. It was just me, my computer, me, myself, and I, and we was getting it done. So my parents, they didn't they didn't directly question me of like, but there was also, like, what I noticed was happening a lot more than my brothers and sisters was I was getting a lot more of the question of, so you got some, you got money, you good? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, Lala Anthony just cut me a check because I worked on her playbook, her graphics. Yeah, I'm good. And they're like, huh, okay. So then I would like, what I decided to do, um, which I hope you take as a gem, is that I decided to bring my parents into what I was doing. Meaning that when I would have projects and things, I started to share the projects. The question used to get up on there. I was like, how you get that project? How you do that? Because I'm that bitch. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't say that for real. But they would be like, yo, like, how did you get this? And I would just, we have to remember that as children, one of our jobs is to secure our parents as well. Not financially, but like their mind, like ease their mind that we're not out. I'm not out here selling cootie cat. You know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm really doing something for the people, for the community, and I'm giving back, you know? Um, so I would, like, let them in, like, oh, I'm doing this. Sometimes I even got to the point where I'm like, oh, you know, Dad, I can't decide um, if I should give them, if I should turn in this one or this one. 
So I, that helped a little bit. Now, were we totally out the dark of them thinking that I had a job and everything? No. So it was time to buy my my house, right? And I will never forget, my father came in and I was like, Dad, can you go with me? Because the inspector needs to come to the house. And he was like, the house? And I'm like, yeah, I'm buying a house. And he literally was like, you can, you got money for this? That kind of hurted me though. Cause it's like, why would you think that of me? While we're sitting in the damn house, we're sitting in the house with the, with the lender. First of all, don't do that. Because now I don't want her to be like, do you got the money for this shit? Like, if you're broke, just say that. Broke behavior. Man, we're good. You seen the credit check. You seen everything. John, sit down. <laughs> like, so he was like, like he literally sighed out. He's like, you got, you got, you got money for this, right? You, you good. I'm like, what? I was like, dad, they wouldn't have let me in the house if I didn't have money for the house. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? And I think that was literally the day that my folks realized, oh shit, she has a job. It does not look like what we're used to, but she's not selling cootie cat. Congrats. Like, and, and they could breathe. And now a quick commercial break. Tired of clients not understanding your creative vision? Arbor Studio is here to save the day. With Arbor Studio, you can showcase your ideas seamlessly, impressing clients and upselling your services. Create stunning mock-ups that bring your designs to life, making it easier than ever for clients to see your vision. And the best part? You can try Arbor Studio's Pro Plan free for three months. Just use the code TOTIB3PRO. Don't miss out on the exclusive offer. Get Arbor Studio and transform the way you communicate your creativity today. So that was one turn of where we're like, okay, they think I have a job. Now we have to go to my mom. Okay. So my dad is a little bit more at ease. He knows like, okay, great. She has a job. We're good. Now, I don't know if any other creative based entrepreneurs go through this problem with their elders, their parents or anything like that. But when you sit at home, even though you're doing work for some reason, they think that you are now available to to do runs, store runs, to go pick up something, to go grab them something to eat. And I'm like, I am not a stay at home. I literally, I'm working. I have meetings. I have things that I have to get done, but I feel you. I can understand how there's a mix up, you know, 50, you born in the fifties. You think I'm home, boo, 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 boo. Um, but I can't go. And like, it would kind of like create this, like kind of turmoil. Like my mom would get like an attitude with me and I'd be like, I cannot go to the store and or the post office for you. Like I'm working. It'll be real quick. Can you leave when you was a teacher? Could you leave your teacher post real quick to go to get me some Wendy's? No, you can't. So you have to kind of like really bring them into your world. So what I started to do was for a second, and it was a hot second because, baby, I don't know if you know me, my mom, we can't really last too long in, in the confines of a space. But what I would do is like take my computer over, let her hear people talking to me through the computer, you know, like. I want a whole meeting. This is a real thing. This is not for play play. And you see that I really have things to do. So it to this day, to this day, um, it still doesn't work. My mom still actually asked me to go get her shit. Um, but, you know, at this point, it's easier for me to just kind of be like, yeah, girl, whatever. You know, it's fine. So 
I don't, I want, I say all this playfully, you know, because it was stressful at one point. It was very stressful continuously to be like, I work, I'm okay. I don't need no money. Actually, let me do something for you. I think that was also a turning event. I um I paid my mom's cell phone bill. My mom hasn't paid a cell phone bill probably in like five years, you know? So I pay her cell phone bill. And I'm like, I got to work. So now I can throw in, don't you want your phone to stay? <laughs> like, leave me alone. I got to get these things done. Um, I used to be offended. But one thing that I had to learn, of course, what I say throughout anything is you have to set boundaries for yourself. Like, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, whatever. I This job may not look what you're used to. You know what I'm saying? Because mind you, I was working from home before COVID. So before a pandemic, I still had this. I was still behind my desk at home, you know. And then, you know, y'all got spoiled with me. And now, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, But I was like, you know, I this is what it looks like. But I also it also encouraged me to create business hours for myself because it's like, all right, the reality is my sister, she's commuting a long way. She's going to be dead tired. She has two kids. My brother, he's commuting a very long way for his job. I am coming. I'm, I'm just at home. So there has to be a point where I have to learn to pick up some slack. I might have to cut off at a certain point. So that way I can be available to my parents for their needs. You know, that is a privilege. So there has to be a way that we understand as creative-based business owners that if we are working from home, yes, we're still working and we don't, we feel slighted when you don't think, when you, we think we're doing less, when you think that we are doing less, but we have to find ways to also use that in our, our advantage because it is a blessing that we get to live in purpose. It's a blessing that we get to move and maneuver certain ways. So there has to be ways that we allocate time with that. So that's one reason why business hours, it's like, okay, so because I could, I could, you know what, in hindsight, I could see how that feel like a fucking lie. It'd be like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm working, Mom. Like, dog, like, like you, can, you still working? But I think that if you create these boundaries and you set the tone of like, okay, you know what, I'm working from X, Y to X, Y, like, like a normal person, you know, even though we still might do our stuff in the back end, that there's a way that it is received and honored a little bit different um, for our parents. So I think that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. I think they're acting accordingly. I'm not mad at it. But I do think besides boundaries in a conversation, I think that you should bring and pull your parents into or your significant other, whoever, your support system that just feels like you're just not doing shit while you're at home, when you really are busting your ass. I feel like a way to bring them in is to, like I said before, just show them things. Give them, say, hey, I'm I'm doing this. What do you think about that? Now, if we really listen to their ideas and decisions, probably the fuck not. But, you know, it's good to, to bring them into it. So now, also, when they have conversations with people, it's also a referral thing. Because you don't want your parents to be like, oh, you know, I don't know what Casey does. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, but now you know, my parents can be like, Hey, no, Casey, she does that. She does graphic design. She's a brand designer. Oh, you know what? You should actually call Casey. And then it gives them something. Because, you know, parents, for the most part, they get so excited about talking to you about what you do anyway. So it gives them something to tell you about, to tell other people about. And then hopefully it just adds a little bit more money to your business or to your pocket, you know, to fund the house that 
was so was built on cootie cat, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it, right? That's it. Those are the good tips. I think those are good tips to help you and help the relationship between your parents, aunts, uncles, whoever just cares about you and let them know that you are out here really working, set boundaries for them um, and reassure them that it's okay, that you're going to be okay because the the world is changing. You know, people are making millions off Amazon. People are doing X, Y, and Z. I could get why we want, why they need reassurance, especially now as a mom. I definitely understand like, I go to the point where I'd be like in school, I'd be like, what my tax dollars paid pay for y'all to learn today? Like I need to know so I can understand how as a full-fledged adult, my parents still want to know like, what did that that degree I helped you that I paid for? What what is that getting you now? What what are you doing with that? Um so don't be offended. Bring them into your world. And I think that stops a lot of it. And I think that being a creative-based business owner does not mean that we are starving artists. It means that we are living in purpose and we are grateful and being grateful in all those. We have to share our experiences and just educate people on, especially those close to us, on what we are doing so that they have an ease and a peace of mind when it comes to us. And for my parents, I would just like to say. I love you. Um, I am not a stay-at-home mom. I am getting this work done. And um, one day, I'm going to put you in a mansion. I'm going to buy you some cars. And life is good, you know? (laughs) Okay, bye. So did you enjoy the gems I dropped today? Or feel normalized after you push play? Well, feel free to like, subscribe, and share that one time in business with me, your host, Casey Renee. Now remember, we are all in this crazy shit together.